What does your heart break for? Um, I break my own heart for myself, which maybe sounds a little counterintuitive, but I think I've always been that person who seeks connecting with other people, but I think that involves breaking your heart and your own heart mm. and like getting away from like this strict sense of how to interact with other people or this fixed understanding of how to navigate that um yeah I don't know I think I'm always so open to the world and other people at like so much show so that I think my friends like make fun of me for it being <laughs> like very soft and empathetic like I'm in my feeling yeah but it's like the only way I know how to be mm. like I was talking to my friend about this last week and we had this really long intense conversation I was telling her like the only way I know how to function is to like forget everything that I've learned or try to and just like try to be present with people in moments mm. um but I think it also means that I'm susceptible, susceptible. susceptible to being, like, hurt by other people a lot more. Yeah. Because um, I think I'm moved by, like, I'm always seeking, seeking to get to this, like, deeper level of people. And sometimes people can't give you that. Mm. And that's really painful. And so I'm trying to learn when to let go of that desire mm. and when it's appropriate I don't know if appropriate is the right word but when I need to like actually let go of my own openness and like let the other person take the lead on that Yeah. and it's not even with people like I don't know I think it's just the way that I move through the world is just being intensely present in mm. moments and like noticing light mm-hmm. in a very specific way and getting lost in that that means like forgetting myself in a moment Mm. and that's part of that like heartbreak moment Mm. and letting yourself be impacted by the world and Mm. people and I think I'm always on my way to doing that yeah could you talk more about the light that you're talking about the noticing light part (laughs) yeah it's probably not like what does that mean (laughs) I hope it (coughs) doesn't sound like very silly when I've actually voiced this but I took this film class Uh that was like 16 millimeter film Mm -hmm. not digital and the first assignment was to just observe light Mm -hmm. and movement and I think that assignment genuinely changed my life or just like sparked something that was always in me and just like when it's a good day and you have a lot of light and it's sunny and it's not overcast and just noticing like the way that light moves through textures yeah especially like water too like I don't know if you've ever been near like a river or body of water and it's like really sunny and it just sparkles yeah moves through water very beautifully that assignment forced me to look at the world and find beauty in the world and like those moments of like awe which Mm. I think is very powerful and such a fulfilling way to live your life in the everyday instead of like putting your happiness in these like grand big things Mm. like I'm gonna find 
this partner that makes me happy I'm gonna like get this job (laughs) but instead like okay I'm just gonna look at this like ray of light for three minutes on my way to class and it's gonna (laughs) like hopefully do something for like that feels very meaningful to me in a way that I maybe can't fully explain but just I think that assignment just opened up a whole other like segment of the world Hmm. um and and also trying to always find beauty in other people and like noticing the things I love about my friends Hmm. and I and I think all of those things involve like letting go in some way what do you mean by letting go because you said you know part of this kind of I guess this journey that you've experienced of being broken and opening yourself up is letting go of yourself as well what does that mean I think it means letting yourself be hurt Hmm. and letting like giving yourself up in a way Hmm. Um, especially when it comes to other people I think and I think letting go is a choice too Mm -hmm. at least for me and I think there's a lot of power in that choice Um, and that can be so purposeful and being like okay I'm gonna entrust you with my feelings are some sort of intimate moment Hmm. and I'm going to trust that you're not going to take advantage of that or that moment is not going to lead me to feel shame or embarrassment, which I think is so tricky. Yeah. (laughs) Especially like with how complicated hookup culture is Uh or whatever. And and I think there are also multiple, multiple ways to be intimate with people and Mm -hmm. it means so many different things, but and I just think sometimes you have to like forget all the boundaries and rules mm-hmm. and just sit with someone and be like, I'm going to listen to who you are and I'm going to trust that I can be open with you and it's going to be terrifying, mm-hmm. but I have to trust that something meaningful will come out of it and it doesn't necessarily have to be good mm-hmm. to be meaningful. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm trying to learn that and do more of that, too. Yeah. No, I feel that. And it's... You know, you, you and I, like, met just last week. <laughs> and we were just sitting at a cafe all jeers and talking. And it feels almost second nature to open yourself up but realizing that it was a journey to get to where you are mm-hmm. I feel like I'm trusting you with literally all of me at this moment and I trust that you will be gentle mm-hmm. with what I'm bringing you and it is a privilege and it is it's I'm trusting you with myself please don't harm it but I can't expect that I will come out in one piece I guess right. it's but knowing that that is a is sort of a risk that you take mm-hmm. but just in firing in your head you're like this isn't really a risk it's it's right. um it's who I am yeah it's an opportunity just to present yourself like in its more most whole state mm-hmm. and you talked about you know being soft in the way that you experience the world and you see light and you see 
you see water and you pay attention to those two things Mm -hmm. like those are the two softest (laughs) parts of you know our natural world where it's Mm -hmm. constantly moving and shaping and it nothing is really rigid it's just kind of dancing through the day and I I didn't even make (laughs) (laughs) it all makes sense (laughs) yeah when do you feel like you first started using that word soft Hmm. to describe yourself I think it was when I came to school college like I think I've always been sensitive Mm -hmm. um, and sensitive has sensitivity has such a negative connotation but I think it does again mean just being open Mm -hmm. and letting things come to you and letting yourself react and not letting there be like this wall Uh between you and the world um like, when I was little, like, I, I just remember every time, like, every first day of school, uh-huh. I would come home and cry. <laughs> and I would be like, and my dad would be like, why are you crying? Like, I think it's a new year. And I would every year until I was probably, like, maybe, like, sixth grade. It should have been earlier. <laughs> I would be like, I just, I don't think I'm going to make friends. I yeah. don't think people are going to like me. Like, it's like everything was going wrong. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like, two months in, I would be fine, and I would be loving my classes, and I would have friends. Um, and so I think I'm just... I just was... set. I was, I've always been like that, and just have been so in tune to, like, trying to get people to understand me or be with me mm-hmm. in a moment. And when I feel separated from people, then I feel upset. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, and I think I was very angsty when I was in high school. (laughs) And that angst, thankfully, moved into just hopefully being open and and tender. Mm. Um, But I, again, yeah, I realized it in college because I think coming here, so many other things were valued, like intelligence Mm -hmm. and and coolness, especially in the circles that I, I... wanted to be a part of yeah um kind of exclusive things that were arts driven mm-hmm. and kind of even if they were an exclusive at the surface there was this feeling of like I want to be those people over there mm-hmm. who in their outward appearance or the things that they say seem like they have it yeah whatever it is um and then I just realized I the way that I am moving through the world and operating is I'm like not separate from people like I have to be present Mm -hmm. I'm noticing things and I'm so observant and I'm letting things affect me I'm letting things break that wall and I've always been like that but I don't think I had a way to articulate it especially when I was younger because I thought it was just you know being a teenager you feel like this all the time but I think softness means letting the world come to you yeah, not putting up barriers or trying to break those barriers down. And I think my friends also, like, have experienced moments of me just being, like, like cry. Like, I remember once after, like, a Harvard-Yale game being on the charter bus home and <laughs> on the way home. And I had, like, this cr- a crush on this guy. And I don't think he was giving me the time of day. Like, I had no idea. It's like... I just want love, y'all. Like, it's, like, ridiculous. 
I think at the end of the day, it's just like I want that connection and whatever it means, if it means to a person or to a moment mm. or where I'm a space that I'm inhabiting, I want to feel like I belong yeah. in that moment. Oh, I think that's really beautiful. <laughs> do you think there, do you think you gradually came into this understanding that the way you connect with the world and the way you be present and letting the world come to you is by staying soft was that kind of a natural realization or do you feel that there was a point when you just kind of Mm. it just hit you and you're like hey I'm gonna stay soft yeah I I definitely do I think it's a little bit of both like it it was always there and I even think like the activities that I did Mm -hmm. like I wrote a lot of poetry in high school and I think writing poetry requires you being intensely observant Mm -hmm. um and trying to like break down the universe yeah um, and whatever's happening that you're seeing or living um but I remember like occasionally and I think this still happens to me I have these moments of like where I want to do the opposite and it's like screw this I'm gonna be really like apathetic Mm -hmm. and and not care and be like tough and Mm -hmm. I want to be intimidating and I want people to think I'm cool and like I just sometimes for whatever reason instinct to like defend myself yeah when I'm being when I'm the most in a very vulnerable state Mm. um but I think whenever I I had those moments and I would do it for like a week or something and I just would feel awful mm. and I would feel like I wasn't myself and I was like cut off from the world and I wasn't me and I so I think those moments confirmed who I needed to be or what felt right yeah. and that wasn't a natural state of being mm. for me yeah because I mean when you're first hurt by someone mm-hmm. you're like all right fuck it <laughs> well I guess I'm done with being open and soft I'm just gonna protect myself I'm gonna actively try to be closed off Mm -hmm. and then you feel empty you're like well that's just not me and I refuse to be jaded because for me personally I feel fulfilled when I'm most vulnerable and open with people and I think Mm -hmm. that's why I love talking to strangers because I was explaining to someone else, like, I don't think this makes sense, but it does to me, in that when you're friends with someone, you know them to the point where you can keep the small, you can keep it to a level of small talk. Mm. You can just ask them about their day, check in about certain specific things that you'd like to check in on, and, but when you're with a stranger, you have no idea where the conversation is going to go. You have no idea what they're going to pick up on and mm. or what their experiences are. So my relationship with strangers, I just put all of me out there. I'm like, this is, this is what I'm experiencing. And mm. it always surprises me what people pick up on. Wow. And then literally it's almost spilling of myself. Mm. Like this is, this is everything I have. And again that trust like I trust you to be gentle with me even if I don't know you I'm gonna trust that you will be gentle and be good Mm. so I love talking to strangers because I never know how the conversation would go I'm just spilling (laughs) I think that it helps me be honest and true to this softness and this 
commitment to being publicly vulnerable Mm. that really fulfills me and it's kind of a you know when you say something you're like I did not know that I was feeling that way (laughs) (laughs) and people will bring that up and when you open up to someone you're vulnerable with who you are it's very rare that someone will not reciprocate at least some amount Mm -hmm. it's like if you share all this they're not gonna hold back and be like right this depth that just drops Mm. and you're like oh gosh like oh we're here we're in this together right so i i really appreciate the person that you are because Mm. it's it's difficult to commit to that thank you for saying and I love that you used the word commitment because I think I've always been like, oh, I'm just like this. Like, it's a given. But lately I felt like I've been very easily hurt by other people or there have been certain instances where I've been very uncomfortable with how much I was open and then being in the moments after that openness and kind of sitting with it and like wondering what that meant Mm -hmm. and I think it's important for me to remember that this is a commitment like it's not a given Mm -hmm. and so when I do that with people they shouldn't take it for granted Mm -hmm. like always expect that to be there Mm -hmm. because it's an active choice yeah that I'm doing um and I think that has value totally absolutely (laughs) in recent moments have you experienced it's a struggle to stay open when you're like I just want to shut this down and I don't want to feel you today yeah definitely um yeah I think like last semester I was like in this weird situation with someone Mm -hmm. um, that I think was very intense or more intense on my end Mm -hmm. and it was very brief Mm -hmm. um, but I think it involved me being more open Mm -hmm. than the other person Um, and maybe it was like half-hearted on the other person's end and then now walking away like coming back and having to see this person and being like what did that all mean like yeah. was anything there yeah and then also like having to sit in moments of discomfort where i feel like i'm always the one who would want to be open first and would mm-hmm. like would want to open that door and mm-hmm. engage and that's exhausting yeah and so i've had all these moments of going back to wanting to be like I don't care and I just want Mm -hmm. to shut it off and like not do this again yeah um but I think like it's so unproductive all that energy could be put in giving it back to myself yeah or to to someone I know who is there Mm -hmm. and it's a waste to hate that you were open with someone I think it is a waste ultimately like Mm. I don't think that's a good energy to be out there in the universe or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think sometimes you just have to let it go and be like, okay, I can only hope that I was being my genuine self in that moment. And I can only hope that the other person got something out of it. Um, And that moment was real because if it was coming from a 
place of intention mm-hmm. and it was a commitment mm-hmm. and an act of choice, then that's enough. Yeah. Like that is enough. And they didn't have to necessarily like give everything back to me. Yeah. So I'm trying to live out that. Yeah. Thought. It's scary, especially just the environment that I'm in at school is mm-hmm. like, Empathy is not an ethic that is valued at all. Mm. Um, every other value, every other sort of way of being is valued before that, like productiveness mm-hmm. and like intelligence or all these other things. But rarely do I find that people are caring about sitting with their friends and talking, mm-hmm. really digging into who they are, and that requires. I think it feels like it requires sacrifice yeah. when it shouldn't. Like, I think it should be a natural part of how we live our lives. Like, I'm going to look at that beam of light <laughs> on my way to class. And I'm also going to sit and I'm going to sit and talk to a friend who I haven't seen in so long. Yeah. Like, I think these acts have so much meaning, meaning mm-hmm. for all of us. Because I know so many people at at school who are not happy and who yeah. are kind of just, like, going through the daily emotions. And I think somehow that's the answer mm-hmm. um, for us to just, like, really engage with each other and look at each other and, like, try to figure each other out and what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And yeah. we don't give enough space for that in our lives. Yeah. Because we're, I think we're constantly always with those whys and hows. Yeah. And it's not only until, like, really extreme moments where mm-hmm. the consequences of those unanswered questions come to us. Mm-hmm. Until, and we feel like, oh my god, I'm so stressed out or unhappy and this is really hurting me. Because I haven't, like, sat with this. with some, And sometimes you just need someone else as a soundboard or, like, to yeah. really validate your feelings. Mm-hmm. So. I'm all, I think I'm all about, like, public vulnerability. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know Jenny Holzer's work. No. Um, she's this amazing conceptual artist who, her work is kind of all about public vulnerability or these, like, huge questions um, in our daily lives, in our social lives, kind of projected onto, like, specifically billboards. Or she has, she's done these light projections and so taking what's kind of most intimate and kind yeah. of, um, like, icky sometimes even and putting it out there and in, in these, like, she has this the, this truism series where it's, like, these truths to her that feel very, like, real and sometimes they're very small, but there's one that's, like, abusive power comes as no surprise and these these just, like, large universal truths, but they would be in public spaces so people would see them and be forced to kind of like reckon with that vulnerability Mm -hmm. and like respond to it in some sort of meaningful way and I think I've loved her work for the past like four or five years because it she just has this desire to be open and vulnerable and I always always like the the artists that I'm attracted to do that yeah like, there's someone else, there's Angel Olsen, who's a musician, mm-hmm. who I saw, I think, maybe a month ago now, and her work is all about that, like, willingness to be open to the world, yeah. and her putting everything out there in her music, and, and knowing that 
because it's coming from a female body like it can be so easily rejected as sentimental Mm -hmm. or just like pining and Mm -hmm. but she does it so openly and beautifully yeah that it just feels really affirming to see out of jenny's works what is there something that really spoke to you Mm. you're like oh yeah yeah um it is in your self-interest to be tender like, it is in your self-interest to be like it is in all of our self-interest to do that kind of work yeah and it is work and it is a commitment but i think we're all the better for it mm-hmm. in in all kinds of spaces like political mm-hmm. and economic and like thinking about justice i think it's somewhere rooted and empathy and and tenderness and vulnerability like somehow I think that's the answer to justice yeah to just I think so because I think doing that requires that we are real with ourselves Mm -hmm. and what we've experienced and how we've harmed other people Mm. um Mm. and then we can make take a step towards moving together towards healing yeah and what does healing mean I don't know. I I still don't know. Yeah. I think it. I think that's my question for the year. Yeah. Lately, has because it feels like we're in these cycles of violence and like seeing so many awful things in the news, Mm -hmm. um, like police brutality and like sexual assault and all of these just like horrific things that we see other people experience or have experienced and I think the truth telling is part of it Mm. like we talked about this a little bit but sharing how we've hurt ourselves Mm. and have been hurt and have hurt other people because I think the like victim like oppressor dynamic is so can be so like binary Mm -hmm. but I think we've all hurt people in some way because of our pain Mm -hmm. so I think recognizing the ways that we're all hurting is a step towards healing yeah I think recognition is so important and and we were discussing earlier about like what healing means and I think through our conversation I'm realizing more that confirmation for me Mm -hmm. Lisa's healing really does begin with sitting with your hurt yeah (laughs) and in that space realizing how do I how am I choosing to ignore this like in what ways am I not facing my hurt and how is that affecting me in these different spaces and Mm. you know it's just like like I I see it as kind of putting my hand over the mouth of my hurt and just muffling it using so much energy to muffle that Mm -hmm. when it just wants to speak outward i'm like no i i can't please don't please don't speak to me today Mm. like i really don't have it in me i'll deal with you another day Mm. but realizing in those moments like when i feel pain it's a very bodily reaction yeah you feel it in your chest and so I talk about heartbreak you like you feel it in your chest and it's so easy to it's actually it's not easy but 
rather than sitting with it, it's easier to run away from it and be like, I'm just going to distract myself from this pain, do something else. But lately I've kind of found fulfillment in, in, in sitting with the pain and allowing myself to feel too much. Mm-hmm. I was always told as a child, like, you, you feel too much. Right. Like you're, you need to, sh- you need to shut this down. It's not healthy. It's not mm-hmm. good for you. It's like, I can't help that I feel this way, but now I'm realizing I've actually made that choice to feel more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, a part of it is nature, but like a natural part of me, but I think I choose to choose to recognize the moments that hurt me. Like I think, mm-hmm. I wonder, and I read your Facebook status the other day and you're talking about wanting to make music videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, what is it that you hope to do with the art that you create? I think just, again, connection. I think just speak to how beautiful and complex all of our lives are. Yeah. Because I think of being at Harvard or school or these years have taught me anything. It's that <laughs> everything is so intensely complicated <laughs> and messy and just not easily understandable. Yeah. Um, and I think I want that in my art and but like there's so much beauty in that mm-hmm. at the same time like we have to be uncomfortable yeah um I used to give this line that like I'm interested in in representation yeah and the reason I'm doing this is because I want to see stories about people who look like me mm-hmm. and that's like for the past year what I've always said but I think I'm currently in the process of trying to both speak to the the value in that, like the mm-hmm. ethical value in that, but not be boxed in. Mm-hmm. And so I think like the root of it is I just want everyone to have the room to be complex and see themselves on a screen and in this medium that so many of us connect to and mm-hmm. find magical and are moved by. And I just want to move people in some way. Mm-hmm whatever that looks like I just want to make beautiful images but that feel truthful like, yeah I don't want I don't want that I don't think I've ever been interested in the surface level mm-hmm. way of seeing the world yeah or contributing to it mm-hmm. and I think I just want to move deeper yeah in some way <laughs> I have two more questions that I want to ask okay think how do you know when you're being truthful to yourself? Mm. Oh man, I think for me it's an intuition thing. Yeah. And I, I'm realizing now that I'm lucky that I have that, like mm-hmm. a pretty strong sense of what my gut is telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a conversation with that same friend the other day mm-hmm. and she was just saying, like, the way that you experience the world is so vastly different than I, the way that I do and the way that I make my decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think I just try to listen to my gut. Yeah. And try to listen to my body and, like, what it needs. Because I think our minds and body are so deeply connected. And there's this myth of, like, it being all separated. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think just trying to 
again be like sin in that discomfort and like what truth is that discomfort telling me and, and being alone and like making the choice to be alone and really asking yourself what how you feel about something or a situation but I think it's so hard because there are always people that we want to impress and like be loved by mm. you know so it's it's hard to know like am I doing this because it's me or because it's what I want someone else to see Oof. like that's something I'm trying to really really understand that's so deep <laughs> I feel it so deeply yeah the other day I was having a conversation with someone and I realized I was using the word heart a lot mm-hmm. and before it was a symbolic thing like follow your heart but now it's like my heart I can feel it beat faster mm. and I feel it leaping and I, I like feel it pounding against my chest like I feel it and I wonder if we all have bodily reactions and I, I wonder if we're just if it's always been like this or I just have now started to pay attention mm. when it's when I say like I feel it in my gut I feel it in my heart like it's actual like physical. the physical twisting feeling i'm like yeah. oh yeah. god like i feel <laughs> it like when i talk about heartbreak my friend and i we always go oof because yeah, like oof, like <laughs> it just gets to you right. and i feel that but i want to ask you know, you've shared so much about this softness and this paying attention and being present what for you does going towards heartbreak look like? I think it means wholeness, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, full heartbreak or reaching heartbreak is about wholeness and letting yourself be full with with everything that moves you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Homma son ni ak son ni da zuk zuk nara Homma son ni ak son ni da zuk zuk Nara.